0: Hey now. We are not. Oh, I'm a little hot. Hey. We are not live. Uh, sorry. We're we, not. Well, we're we're live. You and me oh, to each alive. other, but we are not live to uh, to the world, Squeezer. Oh. Because we are. Let me just make sure or something. We're doing a different setup than. Uh, okay. I'm gonna turn my volume so I sound so I'm not overmodding everybody, especially if I do events.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. That's good. Yeah. Got to get your Vince level in. Oh, what is it? doing? I like these. That mic. I mean, I know it's the same one that you usually use, but I don't know. It, I, I pull off now. You know what else I'm it is, too? At... I'm right across from you, so it's like there's also that ambient bleed that I'm getting sure. coming through that I enjoy sure. so much.
0: We're recording live uh, at 2 in the afternoon because... Um,
1: recording live?
0: Well, we're not live on YouTube. No, we're recording uh, live to each other. recording live to each other. Uh, because uh, we have work this week that we are basically, Squeezer's moving into a new house, so we don't know how the fuck we're gonna do a show next week. Fri- Although.
1: Uh, hopefully by Friday. Friday, fri- show, Friday,
0: next show might be Friday. Friday. But, but I took care of your internet, cause I'm a, uh, a sweet boy. You are a sweet boy. And they, uh, they were like, hey, we called your sweet friend and he didn't pick up, so I was like, answer your fucking <laughs> phone if you want your internet, Squeezer.
1: They come that morning? And by night, I should have...
0: Right, so we'll be able to go live.
1: Friday night, uh, uh, do.
0: Uh, Friday might not be a good night, by the way. That's the only night of the week we do stuff. We oh, go sorry. to the drive-in. But we, we'll we figure it out. Friday
1: morning. First thing Friday morning. Right. that work for you? Six, sure. Six, 6 o'clock? 6 a.m. Yeah, that,
0: that's... You know me.
1: <laughs> I'll already be up for an hour, so... I'm at
0: my best at 6 a.m. So, yeah, we've been working till... Midnight every night this week. Uh, we built a stage in our garage, and uh, we're doing. Are you
1: making notes? What are you doing? I'm writing down the order in which my picks were because we're scrambling to get started. So I'm um, no. I'm writing all this down now. 6 a.m. Friday show. Yeah. I, I, so I can still go by the way you ordered it. Yes. And you threw me off by sending me that link. You didn't
0: post. You didn't post them to the normal spot.
1: I don't have that link on my work computer. Uh, Not that I was doing stuff during work, but. Actually we're doing a show during work. So, yeah, we are we're at our office
0: now. We're up in Nakatomi Plaza. Mhm. Uh it, the Christmas trees really make it.
1: Yeah, that's what ties it all together.
0: Really makes it Nakatomi Plaza we here. You just need
1: some shattered glass.
0: Well, I'm sure it's up here. <laughs> should it's I
1: just... should I see if I can start crawling through that open air duct? Yeah, come to the coast, have a few laughs. Come to the studio, have a few laughs. It's cozy up here. I like it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, a nice little construction site construction site where we could come up we're not technically there's no working permit up here so but we're not working
1: no we're not clearly Eh, we're yeah we're leasing right is that a word yeah no mr. enforcement code guy right we're not does this look like work no
0: yeah so you know fuck off with your codes and your rules yeah, there's the, the copier there, the, all the construction equipment. This is really, uh, I've been saying it since we moved into this building. This this floor is Nakatomi Plaza, yeah. the unfinished floor of Nakatomi mm-hmm. Plaza. Um, and and I guarantee you there's broken glass somewhere up yeah. here, Squeezer.
1: Hans, Boobie. <laughs> uh,
0: so we had to pull an audible.
1: You would be LSL.
0: I would. Yeah. <laughs> I had to pull an Audible, and uh, we had to uh, uh, change our order in recording things. This was supposed to be summer memories. We had no time to think. Squ- oh, and gosh, what? I should have. I well, oh, was that really crinkly? That was really crinkly. I even turned away. What flavor do you have in that water? That's
1: the watermelon strawberry Mio squirty squirts.
0: I, no, I don't believe you buy Mio. That's some sort of store brand.
1: No, it's the Mio.
0: That's actually Mio brand? Yes,
1: I buy the brand. No.
0: I've seen before you have store brand.
1: I grab whatever – I usually, like, stock up. I like, one. Like I go, like, every couple of months, and I'll just buy, like, ten of them. Then mm. usually they run out. And now I get the store brand. I'll try it, you know, if it's, like, two for three bucks or some shit in the store brand.
0: So, as you saw on my Instagram, and as you saw in the studio, in my little portrait studio I mm-hmm. have set up in there, mm-hmm. I bought the Zero Sugar Kool-Aid Retro Flavors. They They don't hold up, Squeezer. They don't. They don't taste like – the jam, the jammers taste just—they don't like, taste like sugar, right? But to be fair, the liquid drops do taste like sugar. That's how Kool-Aid needs to release the retro flavors in their liquid drops, is what I'm getting at.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because, uh, stop making
1: notes. I'm listening. Yeah, I don't think you are. I am.
0: I know Squeezer well enough to know. I'm
1: listening. Yeah. I, if I don't do this, I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna be. T- I'm gonna look silly <laughs> when we play my clips because it, basically I just had to pick music because a lot of my stuff doesn't have audio. So, uh, anywho,
0: so uh, I, I tried them. They're, they're zero sugar. It's the powder though. So mm-hmm. it's a little powder packets that you rip. And b- before the liquid came along, that was like the jam, mm-hmm. the powders. And then the liquid came along, and it was like, this is way better and more convenient than these powders. Well, I
1: mean, you can just make it like traditional Kool-Aid, put that in, and then pour in a cup of sugar. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: But if you buy the jammers, they have sugar, not much in it, mm-hmm. but they have sugar. They taste just like you remember it. These uh, sugar or non-sugar packets, zero sugar packets, they don't. It's no. they, they, not the same. If,
1: if it takes just a little bit of sugar to taste like it, it's worth it. Just...
0: Now, uh, I have been tipped off by Melissa, who is on Instagram. Uh, she said that if you buy the grape Kool-Aid and the Country Time Lemonade flavor drops and mix them together, you get a, purpose- a Purple a Source Rex flavor. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, that's always worth trying. But, I mean, t- that's a lot of work. If you just make the fucking branded retro drops the liquid kool-aid you already have the fucking means do it i've been saying this for fucking years right i think i said it Mm -hmm. on this podcast before three years now that i have that nice digital yamaha board at home i hate the way i sound on this shitty mac hey
1: hey it's it's good to me
0: (laughs) okay uh so since we don't have a lot of time squeezer Uh uh-huh And I know Brian and Autumn are going to be pissed at us that we're not giving uh, just desserts to uh, all Super Mario Brothers show. Uh, Who starts this week?
1: That's a good question.
0: I'll just start. All right. Get it out of the way. So my first pick is uh, making sure that I think there's a little bit of a preamble on it. So I'm going to fast forward through that and pot it up. And boom
2: you about two extremely famous plumbers Mario Mario and Luigi Mario from the Super Mario Brothers movie you wanna know what makes them super cuz they triumph over the evil Koopa and his brain, psychics Iggy and Spike using only their plumbing tools and they battle the Goombas Koopas hideous dino human army those Goombas are scary the Super Mario Brothers action figures from Ertl but don't worry they're not real
0: Quite possibly the best thing to come out of the disaster that is the Super <laughs> Mario Brothers movie. Now, I wanted these when I was a kid, but I, I couldn't justify or convince my parents to buy them for me. I was also a little older at this time, so I'd be in Linko, Squeezer, and staring at the backs of these. I wanted the Goomba one so bad because he had that cloth coat on. That was, yeah. I wanted an army of Goombas. And this commercial, they got a Goomba from the movie in it. So, you know, there's some money thrown behind this commercial. And I never had these figures up until a few months ago. Zombie Sailor Toys. He had uh Luigi and I was like, I want that some bitch.
1: You, you just want a John Leguizamo action figure.
0: Right. And then I could have just have Luigi without going ahead and completing the set. I'm one Goomba away from having all of the figures mint well not mint, but on card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also some pretty big new squeezer. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I was scrambling to get here and I forgot my cell phone at home, my iPhone. Mm-hmm. So I got some stuff done, needed at the office and I was heading back and I needed to stop at Target to get more soap because we have plenty of guests coming through here. Yeah. And um, I was going to stop at the fucking rank, horrible, dirty Target on Airport Road here. Yeah. But I figured since I was going back home, I'll stop at the beautiful, majestic, uh motherland target
1: Mm -hmm. west side
0: uh on cedar crest yes so i get out and my i'm like all right obviously i can't go on target and just go straight to the soap
1: no you're a grown man you have to go look at the toys right
0: so i made a left turn and i go to the section with the NECA figures and the, the funko pops and what is just sitting there the fucking thing i could not get the i didn't tell you this it's in my car right now the coming out of your shells, although they had to call it the music, magical mutagen yeah. tour, figures, like there, they have the, they have them, they had two of there. them sitting there, and they also had the, but the boxes were pretty jank. The T-shirt package that you could only get online, and they had my size, a medium. So,
1: someone probably got it online and then returned it. You think? They or? no, they had a
0: few of them. Huh. I guess it was just overstock, and they 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 put them there. I got it. It's awesome. It's in my car right now. And then I I, I was like, shit, I should have bought the second one. So I texted Zombie, and I was like, hey, do you want the second one if I could get it? He's like, fuck yeah, because he didn't get one either. But by the time I went back, it was gone. I should have just fucking bought it right there. I'm an idiot. But I already looked ridiculous with a huge toy set. (laughs) (laughs) A grown man. uh, It's pretty big.
1: You it for your No. No. In this day and age, everyone knows that a grown man who's buying, 90% of the time, it's for themselves.
0: Yeah. So I can only think of why NECA went with these. Look exactly like the Coming Out of Your Shell Turtles. Mm-hmm. Everything is exactly like it, but it's called the Magical Mutagen Tour. I wonder if it's like I, pizza I think Hut Pizza kind. Hut owns Coming Out of Your hmm. Shell's tour because uh, there is like a, a fake pizza company sponsoring it on the on the toy box.
1: They just can't get their shit together with what pizza company wants to be involved with Ninja Turtles, huh?
0: Well, I think NECA should have got NECA and Nickelodeon should have went to Pizza Hut and said, "Hey, let's do this. This is a beautiful yeah. set." Pizza Hut probably yeah. just wanted too much money for yeah. it.
1: when you tie it in, you get a little promotion out of it. Yeah, right.
0: You know? Oh, that would have if they had Pizza Hut on there. I I would have been f- full. I would have killed people to get this set. Yeah,
1: and justifiably so.
0: Justifiably so, but I got it finally. Nice. Uh, but yeah, So collecting action figures is is a problem of mine. Uh, I have I've. Two or three unopened boxes of things I got from Zombie that I have to show you—that you're—it's gonna blow your mind. Uh, Zombie sailor toys, Is it just kids. Just sitting
1: down there, waiting. For...
0: One's sitting in my basement, and two are up here, actually.
1: Oh, ooh, we can have like a fun scavenger hunt.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna wait till after Music Fest to unbox and show you these mm. m- majestic. Also, Enchantress for my uh, birthday got me uh, the Macho, three of the series two, the Masters of the Universe WWF figures. So I got the coveted Macho Man I wanted. And um, that series is just wonderful. I, I don't know, I don't have room for all of them, but I want them all. Uh, and then she got me a mint, like a super mint on card, uh, Jack from Cadillacs and Dinosaurs.
1: Oh, you know I saw that in there. Yeah, it's, yeah. In,
0: it's in my uh, display case already. It's beautiful.
1: I'm still working on getting my life size Hannah.
0: (laughs) Just Mrs. Squeezer, just get her the outfit.
1: Mm. Nah, I should think that was ridiculous. Because then she'd make me put on the jack, and that's just not going to work.
0: You could be one of the dinosaurs. I can be the
1: T Rex (laughs) with my little arms. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: I definitely thought the the fantasy was going to involve you being a dinosaur. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Just get some guy off the street to be Jack in the corner watching.
1: All right, now it's getting weird.
0: I'm just saying what I could assume you would do.
1: A terrible idea.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, I ha- I now am the proud owner of uh, I think five six of the Mario action figures. And the movie, you know, aside from the one of half of the directing team pouring hot coffee on an extra mm-hmm. and Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo being completely smashed and having the time of their life making it because mm-hmm. they were drunk the whole time. You know, I like I generally like the movie.
1: It's it, it's one of those things where if it just if it wasn't a Mario Brothers movie, it'd be a lot better. Mm. Or not better. It just. No, It. but it, it's. I don't know. It's hot garbage. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: it's beautiful, but it's hot, beautiful garbage. hot garbage. But it's beautiful hot garbage and it's
1: kind of fun to uh it, it's like yeah, it's it's like a real life mystery science theater as you're watching it. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh do you need me to let you know what your first pick is or Oh no, I you? think I remember it. Okay, here's Squeezers first pick.
2: Me and you, and you and me no matter how they toss the- Something's gone wrong in the happy go lucky world of Nintendo. Introducing Super Smash Brothers, where all your favorite characters go toe to toe in one four player star studded Slam Fest. Only on Nintendo 64.
0: Oh, I remember that commercial. Oh, yeah. Hold on. There we, go. there we go. I turned the main mix down instead of the. Uh... Instead of the the other ah, mix. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: No, this is, I remember seeing this commercial. I'm like, And at the time, I didn't even have 64 because I was a PlayStation kid. I didn't get my 64 until later. And this commercial just blew me away. I'm like, you get everyone? Mm-hmm. Like, that matters. The, and having that, that just goes to show, like, the lineup that Nintendo has. I was, uh,
0: was really excited. I rented the game the weekend it came out. I was able to get it. And I just wasn't into it. No, I, I never revisited.
1: It's a party game.
0: Yeah, I it, can see that. It's meant
1: for playing with friends. Yeah, I was playing
0: right. alone in my my computer room in the, in downstairs. And
1: I don't want to. I don't mean to shit on it. It doesn't have like the depth of gameplay as like a Street Fighter or a Mortal Kombat. It's a fun game. It's a fun party game. It's a fun, it's a fun little beat 'em up. And I mean, well, it's not a beat em up. It's a or, it's a fighting, fighting game. game. Yeah. yeah. Well, them up in the sense of it's more they have set moves and whatnot but you don't have that same complexities as you would
0: no combinations and whatnot um now you probably do have you played oh now it's
1: great i the only one that i owned myself was melee for gamecube
0: they still sell the gamecube controller as a smash brothers add-on for it's Switch. It's perfect for it. Because the, the, everyone says the GameCube controller is the only controller that can play Smash Brothers.
1: I can not see that. God, that game was so much fun. And then you only had 12, so you had 12 characters in the first one. And it was, I mean, you you have your A list and then your C list, because you got Captain Falcon. It's like, who cares? Star Fox. No, Captain Falcon. Who's this? F-Zero.
0: Oh. Yeah. What's Star Fox.
1: uh, You got Fox McCloud. Fox McCloud, that's it. He's in there. Uh, Donkey Kong, of course. Uh, They bring in Jigglypuff for Pokemon. Um, But
0: Pikachu's in it too, right? Because he's in the commercial.
1: Yes. Yeah, Pikachu is in it.
0: Uh, Zelda and uh, Link.
1: Where else was it? Uh, Zelda. No, no. Zelda's not in it until Melee, but Link's Uh, in it. And Samus is in it. Um, And Yoshi. And Mario. Is it Samus or Samus? Samus. I Samus? thought it was Samus. Yeah. Samus? Yeah. Samus.
0: I didn't know until the Return of Samus came out and ah. they said it.
1: Samus. I think it's Samus. Samus. And then of course uh Mario and Luigi, who are your your anchors. Um and oh and the kid from Earthbound. Did anyone really play as him? Mm no. Uh, no only when you played Earthbound.
0: Um, now the every now people Animal Crossings involved, right? I'm looking
1: at so I'm looking at um, there's a, a spreadsheet of all the characters. Little across. Mac, right? There are so you had in the first one you had 12, in Melee you had uh, 26 characters, 39 characters in Brawl, uh, the 3DS and Wii version had 51 characters, and now the latest one, the Ultimate. Smash Brothers, uh, it has 76 characters.
0: I believe Sonic's
1: now in the mix. Uh, Sonic isn't, Sonic came in, actually, uh, in, uh, in Brawl. Um, and yeah, like, like, Ryu's in there, so they, a lot of, like, not just your core Nintendo guys, they have, you know, third-party, you know, characters that they've, uh, brought in since uh and then of course you can unlock characters too and some of them like was it melee it was melee where you can get mr game and watch uh-huh. it's kind of fun um is game boy a character uh probably for all i know no they should bring game boy in Uh the ice climbers were always cool because there's like two of them yeah um but yeah, I played. I, I remember once uh, uh, when I when I got it for uh, for GameCube, it was just. I, and it is a party game, but I still there's enough little mini games and fun stuff going on in it that it was enjoyable. Never we were, we were reminiscing GameCube.
0: Never, last night. yeah, we were. I never went back to it after renting it for Nintendo sixty four, playing it by myself. I should have. I c- I could buy it for Switch now. I have a Switch. Yeah. But yeah, definitely a party game. The problem is, if I buy it for Switch, Enchantress will buy it and be better than me and kick my ass on a daily mm-hmm. basis. Mm-hmm. Can't have
1: that. Yeah, so uh, fun game, but even more, is it a word, funner? Uh, funner commercial. Funner you commercial. Get, you got, yeah, people, and characters in costumes beating the shit out of each other. It could be anything. The fact that it's Pikachu. Pika. Yeah.
0: Who's the best Who's the best guy? Was it Pikachu because of the lightning attack?
1: Uh, I always liked Link because he had sword? Reach and mm. Sword. Um, uh, Samus was good because he had the ball attack. And the blast cannon. Yeah, and uh, Ganon was pretty badass.
0: Bowser is probably, like, the bigger guys. Yeah. They're probably more powerful, but not as yeah. quick I like and the,
1: like And, like, f- fuck Kirby. It was just, like pain ass. And oh, Kirby could take your power though, right? I think so, but I never liked that. It's like, I never liked playing as like Shang Tsung either. Like, I just, I, I would get confused. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like I would never play as Captain Falcon. There was, I don't know why. And there they were supposed to be more characters, I think, but then some got uh, cut previously. They just, trimmed it down i think it was a little too aggressive too ambitious to start and then melee i think is where it started to really hit its stride hmm. maybe I'll, I'll give it a, a yeah a shot but I,
0: I doubt it maybe but i i, uh, I, I, I got i think my next switch game is going to be super mario odyssey uh and then uh you know because i've kind of Enchantress is going strong on uh, Animal Crossing. Still, she's like, she's uh, transitioned into God form, I believe. Mm. <laughs> um, so she's like Doctor Manhattan in that game now. Uh, but I, I just kind of petered out when I, and I paid off when I, when I maxed out my house, and Tom Nook couldn't give me a loan anymore. So, uh, not that I have time, <laughs> I, but you know, if if the governor has his way, we won't have much to do this fall. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, here's my next
2: pick. This is
0: I'm talking Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Squeezer. Uh,
1: this fits. Why? For NES, mm-hmm. why does this fit? Because uh, Mario is the Mills Lane of Mike Tyson's Punch Out. He's the little referee. Um...
0: Now, anyway, uh, but this game was so much fun, and I, I didn't really give two shits about boxing when I was a kid. You know, I, I there was a period where I liked it when everyone got really involved in Tyson, mm-hmm. but that was after this, like after he you know started getting more crazy and.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, once The Simpsons did uh, Dredrick Tatum.
1: Yeah. People like the character of Mike Tyson, right. not the boxer Mike
0: Tyson. Right. And this played into that. Yeah. Uh, get, like, beating Mike Tyson was lore in grade school. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you, you know, you, you lasted more than five seconds in the ring with Tyson. And I never beat him, mm-hmm. even with Game Genie. Uh, so, uh, obviously, you know, you, you've learned the tricks with every fighter, and it's, it's more of a puzzle game than it is a boxing game. When did you say so?
1: Yeah, because it's like it's well, it's like boxing. It's
0: patterns and well, there, there's you once you learn the trick of every boxer, mm-hmm. you could easily beat them. And uh, there's the playability in this is is always fun. And uh, the, the characters are cartoon characters as they go like Von Kaiser and Glass Joe and Soda Popinski and King Hippo and I think uh, ba- Punch Out was was always a really popular game and adding Mike Tyson to it the lore uh, and then uh, they released you could get into KB deal bins just punch out with mm-hmm. Mr. Dream
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is a re Mike Tyson and uh, it's not the same like now if you see a Mr. Dream punch out you don't fucking want it no it no, wants Mike Tyson's punch out uh, no one wants to fight Mr. Dream you I know mean,
1: Mr. Dream
0: yeah, I don't know I think he might have been in the original game and uh, the they arcade. Like,
1: and like, oh, shit, we can license this guy.
0: Well, yeah, once they realized they could get Mike Tyson. And then, of course, the story from um, uh, Console Wars. Uh, uh, Blake Harris, who has been on the show, you can find that in the archives. He came on and talked Console Wars with us. Mm-hmm. He tells a story about Tom... Kaczynski, uh, Clint, Clint, I'm probably saying is not, the head of Sega America, mm-hmm. He, they signed Buster Douglas to, uh, to a contract. And, and when he beat Tyson, they're like, oh, this is like us beating Nintendo. Like, that's how they saw it. So Sega Genesis had Buster Douglas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then Buster Douglas just let everybody <laughs> down pretty hardcore. <laughs> he beat Tyson and... And then, I guess he figured, I'm done. I don't have to train anymore. Yeah. I beat Tyson. Then he got his ass whooped. Yeah. Who beat him in that second fight?
1: Uh, it was Holyfield, right?
0: Was it Holyfield? Yes, it was Holyfield. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That was uh. the story of Sega. But uh, pu- Punch-Out, to me... Always, I always, when I saw Mario, uh, I, I, pl- I saw Punch-Out and played Punch-Out for the first time. My brother and I, there was this kid Vincent down the street. He was about my brother's age, and we started hanging out with him. And he had this cool, like, clubhouse in his backyard that we'd hang out. He got me back into wrestling back in, uh, ni- like, the spring of 90 with WrestleMania VI. Um, And he got, we, like, we were big in Nintendo, so we had Nintendo in his basement. And he had Punch-Out. He had, like, Punch-Out and Blaster Master and Marble Madness. And all these games he didn't really like, but we didn't have them. And we wanted to play them all the time when mm-hmm. you were down there. Like, that's what it was when you were at a friend's house. You wanted to play the games you didn't have. Yeah. Even And Even they're if like, they weren't any good. Right. And they're like, oh, this game's boring. He had Spy vs. Spy, and I always wanted to play it. And he's like, this game sucks. Same thing.
1: I didn't have it. My friend did. All I wanted to we do play was play was that.
0: Spy vs. Spy. Yeah. And they're like, no, this game is awful. And I'm like, I just don't want to play it. Uh, but yeah, that that's how that's how Nintendo worked. When your friend had games that you didn't, that's when you wanted to Except play. Except
1: my one friend did have Fester's Quest, and I never wanted to play it.
0: Uh, I never met anyone with Fester's Quest. I was he just love that game. Just it was advertised like crazy in all the Nintendo, uh, all the video game magazines back in the day. Uh, but uh, he would he had Punch Out, and that was a game that he didn't mind playing. So we always mm-hmm. fucking played Punch Out, Punch Out, and watching people play and taking turns on fighters. Uh, Punch Out is uh, very much a uh, proto party game as smash brothers Mm -hmm. and in in the sense that in nintendo you couldn't you couldn't really do that uh (laughs) so you had to you know make the best out of it. like you had party games just sitting around watching other people play
1: or you can at the same time you could just play it by yourself cracking your controller in half yeah it was infuriating yeah as much as it was fun
0: as much as it was fun but, um, yeah, Squeezer, we are a half hour into the show, and we're through two of my picks already. We're on, We're going on your second pick. Oh, okay. We're doing good work here. No rambling. But
1: well, I don't want to rush. We're not rushing. We're not rushing. Just, we're, you got to be tight. We can't go down these yeah, long rabbit right. holes. We're,
0: we're, 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 we're popping in some holes, but we're not, we're not going in the tunnel.
1: And the more I say, the more I can be wrong, and then Brian can yell at me.
0: Okay. Uh, here's Squeezer's
1: next bit. Ah, uh, this is, it's like we're on a beach.
0: This is uh, the Water World? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I just, I had to pick a song to go with this, so it's a good tune.
0: Water World was always, as hard as it is, it was always like an enchanting world because it's easily skippable. You get yes. that warp whistle, you go right to fucking mm-hmm. five, six, seven, or four, five, six. And Giant Land was fun because it was different than anything you ever yeah. saw before. Five was was great.
1: I like five because you get the, the, the tanuki, v- tanuki, and the, and the hammer the brother suit. Yeah,
0: but um, or no, six you get the hammer suit. But Squeezer, yeah. the first majestic power up that you've never seen before comes in water the frog
1: suit, mm-hmm. which is infuriating on land, but once you're in the water, oh, it's like a dream. Even yeah. though, but you're going too fast and you
0: get hit right away and you lose it. Yeah. So it's kind of worthless.
1: Normally, I, I actually prefer prefer uh, fire Mario in the water. In water yeah, because that that ability to protect yourself. You could take it slow. Yeah. Otherwise, you frog suit. You have no offense whatsoever. No. Um. Yeah, yeah. I would rather take it slow, with fireball,
0: and, and explore into and yeah, but uh, you just want. I like. I have to have the frog suit in my inventory when I play Super Mario mm-hmm. Brothers. It's like um, I'm the I'm the collector in Marvel the Marvel yeah. Universe, and I need <laughs> I need to have all those special trinkets and gems in there. And I was always mad as a kid when you got um, what is it, Ogum's boot, or what's it called?
1: Uh, we just called it the
0: boot. Jagam's boot or something. Mm-hmm. I, it has a name. Hang but on.
1: I'll look in here because
0: I... when you get it, you couldn't uh, put it in your inventory. Like you, if you finish a level with it. It mm-hmm. just disappears. Yeah. But like to be able to have that boot in your inventory, oh, how sweet would that be?
1: Uh, is that the one thing that isn't in here that I'm looking at? Oh, this is gonna be a disappointment. I thought it was. Uh. Anyway, what I'm really what I'm getting into here is I just picked a song because I like that music from the Third World, and we always play the First World so much that eh, change it up a bit. Um. Super Mario Brothers Three. Oh, it's called. Sorry, Brian's probably fucking losing oh, yeah. his mind. It's called Karibo's shoe. Yes, that sounds about right. He's like, I'm wearing them right now. Right. We just called it the boot. Anyway, i the greatest piece of literature uh, ever written of all time is for Super Mario Brothers 3 and it's the Super Mario Brothers 3 instruction booklet. Um, this thing is it's a work of art. And I would walk around in school with this thing with it in my pocket, and I would just pull it out and peruse my Super Mario Brothers 3 instruction booklet in class or walking around school. Oh, yeah. we our,
0: Cause it was Mine was probably disintegrated like old underwear mm-hmm. by the time uh, we were done with it, yeah. because we, we would sit up late at night and just, when you're not playing, yeah. just thumb through the book. Yeah. Uh,
1: and it was like, it was the only way that you, like, that's how you got your fix during the day at school. Like, you wouldn't go play the game. And they did such a great job with it because the artwork in it is great. It's thick, too. It's thick. And it breaks down, whereas now you get a game, and it's like, eh, either... They don't
0: give you books.
1: There's no Well, they like to think that they design the instructions into the first couple hours of play that you figured out, or they figure you can go online. Or you can buy one of those Prima strategy guides for like $47 (laughs) um, to get a couple pictures and some maps that you can also... Look at online, but what was cool about the the Mario book was it gave you backstory on both like the characters and the story itself, and then it actually had actual like instructions for controls and it broke down like each thing like we're talking about swimming with the frog suit or flying, how to pick up shells and stuff like that. Remember all of this stuff is fairly new to mm-hmm. like there was a lot of like the iconic stuff that we think of when we think of Mario all started with Mario three, you know? And so there was a big learning curve. It was different. It It was was very intuitive. There was a
0: lot of stuff he wanted to do in Mario brothers Mm one, but he couldn't. Yeah. And then they were able to do it in Mario three. And then same with Mario world was a lot of, he always, he wanted a Mario running a dinosaur since Mario Mm one, but he couldn't until he had the power of the super Nintendo.
1: Um, and it's great because every little instruction there's little animations of Mario, and he's got the raccoon tail, or in the frog suit, or or the tanuki suit. And it's great. There's also, there's a cute little picture like when he's the statue, and there's a turtle like Whoa? like looking at it. And it's just cute artwork. And then they even have like uh, the combinations. Like they 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 illustrate it. Like you press like this on the D pad, like right on D pad, and A or like down on a slope, and it and everything has like an, a picture to coincide with it, and that's great for me, because I'm slow, and I like pictures, I'm a visual learner, and it goes a long way, and then you have the Koopa Kids spread out throughout of it, and like talking shit to you, and stuff like that, and then also like all the power-ups and stuff, and you kind of, you read through it, and not that you needed to, but you kind of took it as like a, like a quarterback going in with his center and you're like, you're watching film. Like this was you studying up playing, like, like creating a strategy for Mario. It's like, Oh, I can use this on this level. Cause I can, I never went
0: that far. No, I, I, just, I just, I just like staring at it. Cause I was, a yeah, I like it's yeah. better than a white wall. Yeah.
1: And then, yeah. There, and then it even breaks down all the other stuff and like stuff on the map and, uh, whatnot. But, uh, uh, There's still tons of hidden shit, too, that, you know, like ghost ships, coin ships, and hidden hammer brothers, all that cool shit that uh, they don't list. And then they break down the worlds, too. And there's, like, overviews of all the worlds, and then you get to World 8, and it's just like, you know, they don't give you any information on it, which is cool. And then they also break down all the baddies, um, which is great, because there's nothing I love more than little bios (laughs) for video game characters.
0: Uh, Legend of Zelda had this too.
1: Yeah. Really good. Uh, yeah, it was a good book. book.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I found Karibo's shoe on giantbomb.com. Uh, if I could read to you, Squeezer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It says, Karibo's shoe is a rare power-up first seen in level 5-3 in Super Mario Brothers 3 for the NES. It is first mentioned after you beat World 2 in a letter given to you by Princess Peach. I don't even remember that at all.
1: And the letter, huh.
0: You know that letter at the end where she gives you a trinket? Yeah. She must, you, I don't ever read it. because No, I've never it. read yeah, it. You just, I just look at see power up a, you gave yeah. me, and it better be some power wings, goddammit. Right. So the name Karubo Shu comes from the fact that the Japanese version of Super Mario Brothers 3, Goombas, are known as Karubos. A second revision of Super Mario Brothers 3 was released, and that renamed Karubo Shoe Goomba Shu, though its appearance in Super Mario Bros. All-Stars for SNES has reverted back to its original name. Karibo's shoe is a giant green boot with what appears to be a spring-winding key on the side, and it is initially occupied by a Goomba. While attempting to jump on top of the Kurubo's shoe while still occupied by this Goomba will eliminate both Karubo's shoe and the Goomba. Attacking from underneath knocks the Goomba out of the shoe, making it possible for Mario to take control. While Mario's speed is reduced in the shoe, he's able to traverse terrain that would otherwise harm him. These terrains include spike floors and jumping on baby piranha plants. Unlike other power-ups, it is possible for Mario to keep his current power-up, Fire Flower, mm-hmm. suit, whatever, while wearing Kuribu's shoe. Now, this apparently has made appearances in Super Mario Maker 2, obviously, which I own but haven't gotten a deep dive into. It's in Super Mario 3D World. It's in Paper Mario Sticker Star. It's in Skullgirls. Whatever the hell that is. It's in Kirby's Return to Dreamland. It's in Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. And of course, Mario Brothers 3. A little knowledge dropped on y'all. It's,
1: I love that boot.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Shoe. Uh, as opposed to the anchor, which is the lamest thing in the world.
0: Ah, uh, when you get the anchor.
1: It's like. I'm not planning on dying anyway, so yeah, it's useless. Right.
0: I'm using Game Genie. <laughs> yeah, and,
1: and and I'm a completionist, so I already beat every level in it. So of course, it's a big deal. But, I just go and track down the ship.
0: But uh, at the same time, I want that anchor in my trinket st- storage because I need to have <laughs> it.
1: A collector. I need to just have it. Just a hoarder. It. Uh, that, and just, it's just that and a bunch of music boxes that I didn't use because I want those Hammer Brothers. Right. I want the goodies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But the five pages of having the five pages of trinkets. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I like to play the music box just because it plays a slowed down version of the original Super Mario Brothers thing. Yeah,
1: it is nice. It's soothing.
0: It is. Uh, Okay, so here is my next pick. These aren't the greatest picks in the world, but, you know. Oh, no. Uh, Here we go.
1: ...series Mario knows the new and improved Mario in Super Mario All-Stars so much Mario as a Mario smorgasbord. It's all the way down Mario Brothers Adventures you ever played and then some. But this is juiced up 16-bit only on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Mario. So it's bigger Mario, better Mario in your face Mario. It's Raccoon Mario, Mario throwing fireballs, Mario hurling turnips, Mario negotiating an arms deal. Okay, maybe not. It's Mario like you've never seen him. What's 2 plus 2 Mario? What's the capital of Ohio Mario? You're gonna live, breathe, eat, sleep Mario in Super Mario All-Stars. Four complete Mario games including the never-seen-lost levels. You can't get more Mario than this, which is why the best play
0: the best play here now I when I got my Super Nintendo squeezer uh, on Christmas morning my mom cut that UPC out and sent away for the free copy of Super Mario All-Stars which in my opinion is was better than Super Super Mario World was fun new game fun to play Super Mario All-Stars you just got the best games Nintendo had to offer on one cartridge now for your Super Nintendo. So go ahead, Chris. Take the Nintendo and put it <laughs> in your room. I got Super Nintendo in my room, and I got these games. So uh, it's got Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers Lost Levels, which we all thought they they market as some new game. It's just a harder, r- new levels of Super Mario Brothers. It's like impossible. It was called Super Mario Brothers Two in Japan, but they thought American gamers were too bad at video games to play this. Mm-hmm. So they re-skinned uh, Doki Doki Panic and made it Super Mario Brothers 2, which is a cult phenomenon on its own, uh, and Super Mario Bros. 3. So I guess after they made Mario Kart, uh, Shigeru Motomoto suggested they Nintendo develops uh, a SNES Mario compilation um, and re uh, uh, basically design it uh, with the 16-bit... SNES uh, abilities remaster the game if you will uh, update the music, update the the worlds uh, and in a way I loved it at the time I thought this is so cool like you get that parallaxing 3d effect in Mario mm-hmm. Brothers when you're down in, in the tunnel and you get it in in uh, Mario all the games uh, and it adds dimension and color to where it was just black before. Uh, everything has uh, a more well-rounded animated look to it Uh, the problem is now i don't want to play these at all i want the originals yeah and while it's cool and it's nice to see and back then i fucking loved it Uh, and then when they started releasing these games for game boy advance i snapped them up like crazy like mario 2 uh so i told before the first ever nintendo game that I played on my Game Boy, and I was blown away by this, was in 98 for Game Boy Color, they released Super Mario Brothers DX, which was the original Mario Brothers game for Game Boy Color.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And this was mind-blowing. You're playing, you're, you're playing Nintendo in your pocket. Yeah. And it wasn't too far removed from when we didn't think we'd ever do that. And then a few years later, the Advance comes out, and they release Mario 2. And for me, that was reason enough to get... I had the SP, the flip phone, the clamshell...
2: Mhm.
0: And then when they re- finally released Super Mario Advance 4 cuz they originally released Mario World before all of them. Um So uh which was cool to have that on your, your you know, you're having all these games on like a Super Nintendo. You have a fucking Super mm-hmm. Nintendo game in your pocket. But then they released Mario 3 Super Mario Brothers Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3 weird
1: it's like uh final fantasy numbering yes
0: but this this is the coolest thing ever you finally had super mario brothers 3 on the go in your pocket i fucking was obsessed i took it everywhere i had it here we're playing master control i master control all the time not in this building but at this job and um i also bought for the advanced they re-released final fantasy The original one and they they gussied that one up too so i played many hours of that Uh, my game boy advance sp got me through a lot of hours of master control uh but to give you all these games that you bought a nintendo for free so you have now five games for your super nintendo on christmas morning the day you get it i had to then take all my jeffrey dollars and all the money i got for christmas
1: your dad's money you mean
0: oh yeah, uh, yeah right uh, the jeffrey dollars uh that means they belong to me um no i had to take all my jeffrey dollars and money i got to toys r us that day that next day the 26th of december and buy another game because I, I you know i need and i i oh, i bought a stinker and it, it it wasn't my fault by all assumptions adventure super adventure island should be a great version of Adventure Island, mm-hmm. which was a fucking amazing game for Nintendo. Adventure Island 2? No. Super Adventure Island is a steaming pile of horse shit. Fuck that game. and No wonder I bought it off the... Cl- it was on clearance for like $14. And I'm like, oh, a bargain. <laughs> I can go buy some action figures and I get a game. That's a win-win. No. It was awful. And here we are. But, uh, yeah, you still, uh, you know, you still go back and you play Super Mario Brothers um, All-Stars and Mario World. Uh, but um, that's kind of all. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool they did this. And my pretty cool my mom was able to get it for me. And there's – uh talking Nintendo's going to do that with 3D Mario games, like a new All-Stars. Like, it was funny. Like, I, I made this joke before. Uh, Sony announced that they're releasing a new PlayStation with the computing power to end the world, to mild applause. Nintendo's like, eh. we, we might re-release Mario 64. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. We don't know. And the people are like, holy shit! <laughs> are you fucking serious? Uh, so, yeah. Mario Sunshine would be in that, though, too. <gasps> Ooh. You might finally have to get a switch.
1: I'll just go and get it from a GameCube.
0: Yeah. You're more of playing it on the original. I like
1: playing. There's something tactile about it that I enjoy.
0: I, I don't get it. I have the bit boy. It's where I've, I have every Nintendo game ever made on mm-hmm. it. Squeezer. Every I super it's Nintendo great. game. It's
1: awesome. Uh, and, and for one, someone that's not, I don't collect. i move too many goddamn times. Um, Maybe now this is the last time I'm moving. Maybe I can start collecting shit again. You deserve a
0: room for your collection.
1: Well, I have my shop. That's my tool collection.
0: I'm not a man. I don't own tools. I don't have the desire to build (laughs) things. Well, thank
1: you for uh, that.
0: There's something very manly. Also, I'm not trying to be uh, degrading to women because there's a lot of women who are better with tools (laughs) than me. I am just a child, I would say. A grown up. I'm not a grown up, Squeezer. I'm not going to use the word man. I'm not a grown up. Kevin
1: McAllister was a child, and look what he was able to do. So yeah, let's well, not mock children either.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you find me a child who could do this. <laughs> and the amount of time. I believe Young Squeezer could have pulled that off, but over, over a year span. <laughs> yeah, it takes a while. It's right. Been... Uh, you know how heavy that rope was?
1: No, I, I know that these rope
0: would have been, yeah. It's... A current Squeezer would still take half a year to do all that.
1: I would also make sure that it's lit
0: properly. And done right. Yes. Because if you can't see the paint can coming at you, what the point is sending a paint can? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Uh, Squeezer, your third pick.
1: Buckle up for an adventure, boys and girls. Um, Are we going to be learning on this adventure? Uh, Well, it's what uh, one article called um, Mario's Greatest Adventure Yet. Yikes. um, Which is strange because it's not even Mario's adventure. It's Luigi's adventure. Right. Um, So they didn't play it? No, no. They just... They got the game. They They didn't have
0: time to play it. They needed a review. They assumed it was his greatest adventure yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just, uh,
0: just like Luigi, Luigi's Mansion is Mario's second greatest adventure ever.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, he's on the cover. I mean, he's clearly being abducted. Right. Um, but, yes, this is uh, Mario is missing. And this is Luigi's time to shine. This is Luigi's first shot at getting his own, um,
0: adventure. His, his
1: own adventure. Was this,
0: this done by Nintendo or
1: was this pawned off? So this was pawned off. Um uh Radical Entertainment uh developed it. Um and it was uh it was actually originally on DOS. That's where I played it. Um I remember like the stack of floppy discs. Uh my fr- same friend that had Fester's quest, he also had this. And yeah, I played this on PC. And I just remember playing it like this is weird. We're playing Mario I'm not, not going to lie to you.
0: My uh, mom had this friend who had a son who was obsessed with Mario, he had everything Mario, mm-hmm. Joe. And it was actually my dad. It was my dad's friend. I think my mom and her were frenemies because of the, my dad and him being friends. You know how that works? hmm Probably see it now with, you know. Um, so they're forced to hang out. Mm-hmm. But I know uh, his mom always put out a Boise's, so I, I didn't mind going over there and, had, and had Totino's party pizza. Ooh,
2: fine. So
0: yeah, it was always worth going over, and, and, and a treat, cream soda, so it was a win going over there. But he was obsessed with Mario and everything Mario, and he had this for Nintendo, the 8-bit version. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one weekend I was sick, and my dad took me to Blockbuster to rent a game. My dad, was, my dad he's a sweet man, he always takes me to Blockbuster to rent a game to occupy me. When I, I told you the one time I got Mortal Kombat for Game Boy, I was a bust. <laughs> but I rented uh and then one time I rented Ken Griffey's base, baseball and I had I didn't I played that day like I was up till two in the morning playing it, because when you're sick, no rules. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, one week and one day I rented Mario Is Missing because I played on Nintendo and I actually enjoyed it. I had fun doing it. I also liked wearing the world's Carmen San Diego and wearing Times Carmen San Diego. Mm-hmm. Very similar concept. Yeah. So uh
1: I had fun playing it, yeah. even though it's now I look at it like, ugh. It's a learning game. Uh, don't make me learn. No, and well, here's the thing though I don't mind Carmen Sandiego as a learning game because that's what it is. Uh, it's when you take a learning game and try to hide it with fun that is Mario and Luigi. Just, Nah. And Did it, they try to hide it? I thought I, it was well, pretty. It, I mean, it's pretty blatant, but you're trying to make learning fun. Don't make learning fun. What, Just where make was learning
0: the, learning. Where was the other one? Mario's time
1: machine was that the other one? I don't remember that one. Mario. Um, so yeah, and and it was kind of a kind of a bust. Uh, and Luigi would not get a game of his own for another eight years, um, when Luigi's Mansion came out, which I I thought was fun. Um, but yeah, you're kind of... And it's also weird, because you're in, like, the real world. Because, like, Bowser, like, the plot, and Bowser's trying to melt the ice caps to, like, flood San Diego or some shit. I'm like, aren't they in the Mushroom Kingdom? What's Bowser doing here? Um, and you would, like, just walk around town and interact with people, very, uh, side-scrolly, point-and-click, RPG-ish. Um... But it was different, and it was still a Mario game, so I, I would still... I still enjoyed playing it.
0: Uh, Yeah, Mario's Time Machine, uh, also originally a DOS release, uh, then released on NES and Super Nintendo, and um, Bowser steals artifacts from various points in history using a time machine, and Mario must return them back. Hmm. Mario's missing, and Mario's Time Machine were generally poorly received. <laughs> yes. Um uh...
1: Yeah, I, I've never heard of. Oh, just Wh- like Mavis
0: did... Beacon, he also taught typing. Oh.
1: Yeah. Uh, when did uh when did Time Machine come out? Mario's Time Machine.
0: So Mario's missing. It was in '93. Time Machine was in
1: also '93. Oh, good. So th- I, that's kind of reassuring that they didn't have time to learn their lesson the first time around. That's mm-hmm. okay then. I, I'll give them a pass on that one. Um. But yeah, it it was. I I still I still kind of enjoyed it. But then again, I'm the same guy that I played Deja Vu like ten times over. <laughs> so yeah. it doesn't take much to thrill me.
0: I played Shadowgate. That game was fun. That game. Was, I had it. For, it's I had hard
1: it for Game Boy uh, Color too. It's scary. Yeah, it's real scary. I don't like going in dungeons. Mm. Um, I don't even go into Sword and Deja Vu. I'm not about to go down the dungeon. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hi, Principal Skinner. Hi, Super <laughs> Nintendo Chalmers. They <laughs> should add him playing to Mario's Missing because they call him Super Nintendo Chalmers.
1: <laughs> Great um, line. Yeah. And other than that, the packaging is cool because it, it, it looks like a Best Buy game. You just got it that does. big yellow yeah. sticker on the front. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. We're wrapping things up rather quick. Uh, I think I'll go with this as my next pick. I didn't number mine. I'm kind of Ian, Shoot, Malcolm. Ian Malcolm's Chaos Theory. So for my birthday one year, my grandma, grandparents, my dad's parents, got my brother and I each a Game Boy game. I got golf, and my brother got baseball. Now, the star athlete on the cover of both these games was no other than Here's Mario. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, that makes sense.
0: The Nintendo versions, it was some guy who looked like Mario as an 8-bit sprite golfing. Mm -hmm. But the Game Boy games, they just actually had the Mario on the cover. So, and then it showed a picture of Mario. You're playing as Mario. So, it's not called Mario Golf, but you're playing as Mario. And this was the first time. I I didn't know jack shit about golf. I didn't know what rough (laughs) is. You know, I didn't know anything. But I started playing. I loved this game. Like, I got really used to it really quick. And, uh, Mario Golf then became a thing. Same with baseball and tennis. Those games all kind of took off. But they all started here on the Game Boy just saying, oh, we could sell this golf game we made by putting Mario in it. Mm -hmm. Why have some faceless nobody in it? Yeah. Or a real golfer. Or a real golfer. Uh, And I love Tiger Woods, too. I like golf video games, but I'm not... Like, and I liked, uh, what's that, Golden Tee? Yeah. But I, I never liked golf itself. Uh... Let me see what um, Wikipedia has, and just so I can give you some facts about Golf for Game Boy. Uh, so I guess it's based on the Nintendo version. It was made by the R&D2 How Laboratory. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto was part of it, and it's a um, '84. They released it for the Famicom, '85 for the NES. Um, The golfer has been identified as Mario in supplemental materials, though not wearing his traditional shirt and overalls. Uh... However, the game Captain Rainbow would instead identify the golfer as Austin. I don't know what the fuck that is. Austin. O-S-S-O-N. Um... Years after the game's release, it appeared in many ports for different Nintendo consoles. It appears as an Easter egg in the Nintendo Switch firmware as a tribute to Satoru Iwata. Uh, And I believe, I don't know where it says the Game Boy. I guess the Game Boy version is just a version of the Nintendo version. The game has been ported to many consoles, uh, I guess, yeah, I guess it's just a Game Boy version of the game. I didn't play, I never had the Nintendo one, hmm. but, um, I did have the Golf one. So, Golf is the first Golf video game to feature a power and accuracy bar for swinging the club, which is now standard.
1: Oh, that's pretty much it, yeah.
0: Um, so, you know, then there was Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, Mario Baseball, Mario Strikers, which I think is soccer. Uh, and then now the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Series is also a pretty big deal. Uh, but it all started with a little golf game, and, um, baseball was way harder, but that was my brother's problem, not mine.
1: Hmm. I I was always very picky. I liked Little League Baseball. It was the only baseball game I liked to play. Yeah. We've talked about that
0: mm-hmm. on this show, yeah. available in the archives.
1: And it's only because of cheerleaders when you hit a home run.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this Golf Game Boy Squeezer here is your next pick. <laughs>
1: um, so, as much as I love Super Mario Brothers 3, there's nothing more frustrating than getting caught up in one of the battles. I hated it. Unless you cheated and I would play two players by myself and alternate, and then Mario would just go and steal all Luigi's power ups. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, or you use it to cleanse yourself of a power up. So you don't get, you know, if you like effed up on your second mm-hmm. try and you like go like star flower, you can go in and then boop and boop that flower out so you don't have to worry about it. And that way, you can uh, carry you, on and you're get your tu- power ups. You're not
0: talking about power-ups. Those are the cards the you cards, get at cards, the end of the game yes,
1: that you, to get extra lives. So I mean, you,
0: you always want to hit it running at an angle to yeah, get star you every want time. Star. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you don't, you should just, you know, right there, die. Yes. Yeah. There's no excuse not to, people. Three stars every time. Um, I, the only time it was fun is if I played with my sister Yeah. because I would kick her ass. Right. Um, and sh- then she would storm off because I would steal all her. You, even if I would forego the possible uh, three stars just to steal them from her because it hurt her feelings, huh. henceforth making me feel good. Um, but, yeah, you, you, it's uh, head-to-head competition where you boop the little guys and whoever – there's a con- you can have a total of five kills in it and whoever has the most – uh, at the end, or at the time runs out uh is the winner, and you can boop each other and steal their little steal the cards and there's also a pow uh thing in the uh in the middle that you can hit so many times and flip them and there's strategy involved in that too yeah. because as someone's going for you, quick hit that and it flips them again and kill them kill them move on me personally, my strategy was take it out of play entirely first thing I do is boom boom boom, and lose it and take it out of play. There's some strategy involved here.
0: Yeah, but it's a, it's three things. Mm-hmm. So you wait to the boom, they flip, then boom and bloom again, mm-hmm. and then yeah. kick as many. Wait, you, you, when if you're doing that, I'm going up and killing those two guys that came mm-hmm. on the screen. And then it's, a then it's, uh, get yeah. one more and I'm already the winner.
1: True. And then it's avoid you. Yeah. So uh, there's a strategy to there's combat strategy. that strategy. Right. Um, and then so. That that's your standard game, but then there are bonus versions. So after so many plays, when you play it like three times,
0: the coin the version, right?
1: There's a, a coin version where you just have to collect the coins real fast. Uh, there's one where there's a pipe that shoots coins and fireballs out, which is a rarity, but that one was a lot of fun. Uh, and then there was one with a ladder and like mystery boxes that you had to go and try to. Yeah, they
0: you know. basically built the original Mario Brothers game into Super Mario Brothers three. Yeah. Which was genius. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like the code was. I mean, it, it's there. Probably didn't take much more to do it. But it, it, like head-to-head competition. Right. Like it was. I want, it wasn't a first. Like, it wasn't. I, I thought it was
0: stupid at first. But when we st- when we got through the game and we were just playing like second, third, fourth mm-hmm. times, fifth, a thousand hundred times. After you play the game so many times. You 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 know it becomes the way you play it. Like and it's you f- a game in itself. Yeah, you fight each other for who plays the level yeah. next.
1: Um, and it's also the only place where you have uh, the crab and uh, the the fighter fly. Um. In the in the game, it's uh, it's odd. Like you have spinies, but then they added.
0: Uh, from the original. The, from game, the original, yeah,
1: yeah, but it's just uh, it's you know. They didn't throw them out anywhere else in the game. They were just in that portion of the game.
0: Marimodo knew what he was doing. Yeah.
1: No, but it's... Uh, Mayomodo. It, yeah, is an Iron Chef. Yes. Sorry. Yeah,
0: sorry. Both heroes
1: in yes. mine. Absolutely. <laughs> um, both make me hungry. Um, and, uh, yeah. I, I, I hated it at the time, but now I, I appreciate it much more. And and for the gameplay that it brought, like it was something different for the time,
0: for sure. Okay, moving on. I know we're only an hour into the show, and sorry for this truncated version of the Rad podcast. But hey, we're not missing a week. You're getting a show, and I talked about this before. But hey, we've we, you can always go back to the greatest hits. Everyone <laughs> knows that.
2: system is a super part of this nutritious
0: nintendo, one. Wow. nintendo the cereal system every kid wanted nintendo did something smart and stupid at the same time they really under merchandised they I, I don't know if they knew how popular and how much how many people had cravings for nintendo merchandise but it was almost impossible to get merchandise. Like there was nothing, and we wanted it. We would have bought it in droves. So this cereal was like huge in the fact that, a, we wanted merchandise, b, uh, uh, we wanted something Nintendo, and this had Mario and Zelda. It had two bags, two small or cereal bags mixed in. One fruity flavor, one berry flavor. I did not like the berry Zelda flavor at all. But I, I so the full bag of fruity was done. My mom wouldn't buy us a new one. Aren't,
1: aren't berries fruit?
0: Yeah, but the f- they had to make the flavor different. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, so I didn't really particularly care for the berry flavor as much as I like the fruity flavor. It w- it was more like Fruit Loops versus Berry Berry Kicks. Mm. You know what I mean?
1: I don't eat cereal unless it's Captain Crunch. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I've have, I've have
0: no skin in the I, I I
1: have no no concept of even what it probably tastes like.
0: So uh, we went without a Mario Brothers cereal for a long time. And then a few years ago, Kellogg's released a Mario Brothers cereal again, which is still out. And there's different packaging. Originally, the original packaging had an amoeba thing, uh, Amiibo thing where you could uh, scan the box and get a certain thing on your Switch. Uh, I didn't have a Switch at the time. I, I I do now, and I have that box upstairs. I should check that out. Mm. Uh, then there's a second one now with all the characters on the cover, but it's got like little uh, crunchy stuff. Corn stars and, and um, Mario shaped marshmallows, which should have been, I mean, every kid that's like the go-to now when they make a cereal, uh, uh corn pieces and marshmallow, marbits that somehow tie back on the box. Look like they fit in with the movie. But when you pour it in your bowl, it just looks like <laughs> the generic garbage you get from every other cereal out there. Uh, but I, I would always love talk I, the cereal still the coolest, uh, Ralston killed it back in the day with these cereals. Um, I, I remember specifically loving Ghostbusters, loving this one, loving, not the first Batman. It was okay, we had it, but I didn't love it. But the Batman returns chocolate checks with marshmallow cereal, the, the Ninja Turtles cereal. Y'all were my jams and loved ya. And, uh, but here we are, uh, almost at the end of the show, Squeezer. Mm-hmm. Your last pick. You're just hitting us with music all day today
1: Yeah, well, it's not a commercial for bed sheets. Uh-huh. So, when it's late at night, and it's dark, and it's creepy, and there's creepy castle music playing And Squeezer's scared, he's gonna cover himself up and hide his little head underneath his bedsheets But he's protected by his heroes, Mario and Zelda On his Mario and Zelda bedsheets and I've uh, talked about these before. I never had these. Um, I still have these. I, I still have the, the sheet. And it is now uh, little squeezettes that has been handed down. And it is one of her go-to. She has all her princess bed sheets. And she's still, this is a princess bed sheet because Peach is on it. And then she asks. And I have to go through the story. And I get to basically tell the story of both Super Mario Brothers and Zelda. Um, mm. Is Princess and, Zelda uh, on it? No, no, it's just, just Link. it's just Link. Um, too and, many
0: female characters. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's the eighties. Let's not get too carried away. Mm. And clearly, Zel- uh Peach is in trouble. Uh, and so uh, you have there's four scenes on the sheets: to Mario, to Zelda. Um, the Zelda ones, uh, it, Link is like on a ladder, and you see like a dungeon behind him, um, and. and uh, and it's clearly, uh, like, that shot would actually be from, like, Zelda 2 because it's a side-scrolling link. And get a visual of these um, bastards. Oh, they're great. Uh, go uh, Super Mario Brothers bed sheets, 1988 because that's where they're from. These things are 32 years old, still sleeping on a 32-year-old bed sheet. Let's see what that holds up. Uh, and it does. They're tough bed sheets. Um, and then um, the two Mario scenes, you have Mario... Um, punching a Goomba and there's uh a, a, like a scene from the world and but it shows Mario uh with his hat off but with a hammer about to smash a turtle. So someone like saw Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Yeah. It's like it I I never got it as a kid, but now I'm like I kind of appreciate that. It makes it kinda of that little uh uh foobar Going on that the, they fucked up and these are
0: very colorful sheets. There's a
1: lot going on. There's
0: a lot going yeah, on.
1: I, I love them. They're great. Uh, and I was did you have a matching
0: comforter? Yeah,
1: matching comforter. Okay, because
0: yeah, my mom always there was the whole set. Yeah, just I, like
1: the Ghostbuster set. I had the
0: Ghostbusters. I had the WWF set. Mm-hmm. I had the NBA. It had all the NBA jerseys on it, and I had the MLB. I had uh, I think all the sports ones yeah, except a, hockey because I didn't give uh, a shit about I, hockey. I,
1: I, I had NASCAR ones. I had the Batman ones. I don't um, know
0: if I had Batman. I would assume I would. It was would, like black
1: but. and blue. It had like a blue uh highlight thing. Oh, excuse
0: me. Was it the movie or is it comic books?
1: Um I'm trying to remember.
0: Oh, I see these now. They were
1: like somewhere in between. Um, They're a comic book. Yeah. Um And then and then and then the other scene you have uh Mario like Jumping over the bridge, he's booping another Goomba. He's got a star in his hand. Uh, Bowser's throwing fireballs, spitting fireballs at him. And uh, Peach is up in the castle, like ah, help me, help, me, help me. Um, But yeah, they these are are still near and dear to my heart. I love these things. They're still still around to this day. And uh, those. Oh,
0: right, yeah, you have to get up and look I at these Batman ones.
1: Walk around here, Batman. These on. we're walking, we're talking. Look at this, we're walking with the rad ears, walking with the rad ears. Yeah, those are it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I didn't have oh, them.
1: Oh no, wait. Uh, no, it was those. It was the those. white ones. White ones. The white one with that weird triangle thing going on. Prism. There. Yeah. Yeah, prism. That's it, prism.
0: Uh, I did not have these, but I want them. <laughs> oh. Um, I was really in the NBA in those years. And NFL, uh, my, my room was randomly uh, themed mm. thusly. Uh,
1: the only sports stuff I had was, I, had, of course, a ton of NASCAR shit because my dad. And then I had all those uh, free sports posters that you got in school, mm. like Trench Warfare. And there was, like, the tackles. And there was, like, Air Assault. It's like a little quarterback. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone yeah. had those. They were just yeah. free. I forgot what they were from. But, mm. yeah, I had, I had those.
0: Well, um, we had a, we gave you or about an hour and 10 minutes is about what I thought the show was going to yeah, be. Yeah.
1: We, we hate the rush. But we hate the rush,
0: but it was either this or nothing. Yeah. And we couldn't do live. Sorry to all you yeah, awesome ratomaniacs. I, I don't even
1: get in the door till after like one so o'clock. Right. It's... Who
0: join us live and, um, we'll be back next week, probably with another one of these random mm-hmm. not live shows.
1: Then we'll settle in.
0: Then we'll settle in, because, uh, yeah, then we'll then we'll start getting into the fall shows, and uh, you might get our bird show, or avian show. Mm-hmm. Thank <laughs> um, you, thank you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, can we...
1: Can we cheat and, like, work dinosaurs into that? since they're birds.
0: <laughs> doesn't look like a bird, or Life. it doesn't look very scary. Life More like a giant turkey.
1: See, there you go. Look yeah.
0: There. This... You get your first look at this turkey. Uh, we just uh, um, reread Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. our, uh, and um,
1: I don't know why you didn't invite me to your book club. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, well, uh, someone posted something about uh, oh Brian posted about choose your own adventure, mm-hmm. uh, and I was I said Squeezer uh, <laughs> would never be able to choose his own adventure because he'd never get to the point where they let you choose. Put it on your short list. Yeah, they said
1: I'll put it on my, yeah. it's not my
0: short list. Short list. Uh, so, uh, the, if e- you were
1: to just read Super Mario by their three manuals, I'd <laughs> be all in.
0: Ian Malcolm uh, talks about uh, in the book: um, you never know, like when the world changes, and and there's a a, a substantial tectonic shift in in uh, biology. You don't know it till you're in it, and I think that's what we're going through right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but he also said, there's a lot of stuff he says about diseases and graphs and chaos theory. And I'm like, wow, this might apply because it's not (laughs) fake chaos theory. wasn't made up. It's real. It's nonlinear equations. And how he talks about how, how we see the graph and how we're like, oh, it's dropping. We're out of this. But no, the graph always goes up and down Mm -hmm. for any new disease introduced into a new ecosystem. So fun. Yeah. So, just when you think you're out, (laughs) they bring you back. Oh, no! I saw you guys were watching AEW last night at work, and Eric Bischoff's part of it.
1: He looks like a little lady now. Yeah! Fired!
0: Hey, pal. (laughs) And uh, Matt Cardona, the major wrestling figure podcast, he's... He's squeezer all in on those Jazzware, uh, all elite figures now, of course, because he's part of it. But I did, I met with the Jazzware people. I got the tour. I saw, I met a lot of the AEW wrestlers, mm-hmm. and those figures are fucking legit. Yeah. Jazzware is doing some good work on them. Cool. Let's just hope they don't have the distribution problems that Mattel has. Uh, and I don't know how AW is going to do any retro shit. Uh, because that's all I collect. Yeah. Like throwbacks. And
1: also, like, they might not have the license to the image of said wrestlers. That would be...
0: Well, they only existed for, like, two years now. Yeah. I would but, but
1: if they have guys that they could... They do get older guys that do come through. It's like they couldn't do, like, a Gold Dust retro no. or something no. like that. Because Vince owns yeah. it all. Yeah.
0: So. Vince owns it all. But he yeah. Vince is the ability to do all that because he owns all the old promotions. Yeah. yeah. So...
1: Yeah, I, do I, I? don't need to say that. That was a smart move, right? That
0: kind of when he started buying. Like people just, were like, I can't believe he bought WCW and this man. He wanted the tape library. Yeah, he didn't give a shit about he buying. Yeah, yeah. Same with like all that shit. He's got a tape library mm-hmm. and now. He's got a network. And hey, pal, we're gonna launch a network. Oh no,
2: it's gonna be great.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it. We'll, we, I don't know. Uh, we don't have a topic next week. It kind of, we pivot based on what's easy for us to do when we're like swamped with work. So it's kind of like up in the air. Um, we'll probably. Oh, be...
1: Were you teasing a bird show there? No, I was oh, not.
0: Okay. Uh, we'll probably be using the same setup and the same uh, Nakatomi Plaza setup next week. Uh, so I don't see why we can't. We'll just do it like. Tuesday or Wednesday up here you just get it out there and then once you're here oh yeah you're not here. are you here any day next week no
1: god damn it <laughs> so I'll have internet Friday
0: yeah but Friday's not gonna work oh yeah we'll figure we'll it out figure it out yeah I'll make your ass come in here be like tell mrs squeezer you have to come in for work have fun with that you got an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> And uh, I'll have it all set up and we'll do it. Or, uh, or you just go to Mama Squeezer's house.
1: We'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, there'll be a show. It's Mr. Squeezer, he's moving. Can't sorry. do a show.
1: I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to better a life for my family.
0: <laughs> um, we'll, we'll be back next week with the show. I might just sit here and do it myself and do an impression of Squeezer. And pick what he would pick. Ouch. Uh, 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 Why he's sitting here watching me. Am I that simple? I'm right here. <laughs> right here. You have to do the impression. I'm just, I'm
1: just sitting in this random big sack of turd bag here. <laughs> like,
0: uh, you have to do the impression. I'm right here. Yes, it's <laughs> part of it.
1: S- stop lisping so much. It's not that bad, is it? Yes, it is.
0: No, but that's part of doing a char- characterization. <laughs> you just it, Like...
1: Hey, hey, I'll do that. hi, hey.
0: coming out of it, uh, Squeaker here. <laughs> I make you sound like, what cartoon character is that? Eek the Cat. I make you sound like Eek the Cat. Yeah,
1: yeah. Squeaker yeah. here, kumbaya. Maybe you can j- just do a show, go through an Eek the Cat episode, clip it all out, and you can just talk to Eek and see if anyone can tell the difference. <laughs> Jeez, Annabelle.
0: I'll just assume I'm Annabelle that week. All right. Of I mean, your love for you me. You are my Annabelle. <laughs> yeah, I am your Annabelle.
1: My fucking sharky is what you are.
0: No, I'm Annabelle. You're trying to please me, and you end up dying. <laughs> yes.
1: That's <laughs> pretty much how it
0: goes. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. I'm RK. We here. <laughs> Bye, everybody.
1: Thanks for